Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast. Normally a song-by-song podcast, but this one, not so much. This is a bonus episode. This is the Patreon Peeps Party Triple P Patent Pending for Quintuple P. Uh, This is number two. (laughs) This is the second one. We did one like a month ago or something, and on that one we had, let's see, John Ulyss in New York, Dana Williamson in Terre Haute, also Indiana, Gur Samuel in bloody old England, um, Jacob McLeod, who was in Ohio, I want to say Cleveland, ACJ Nickel in LA, and Chip Jamerson in Chicago. So let's introduce our party people. Let me hear some noise. Uh, we got uh, Chris over here. Chris, you've never been on an episode at all. So we had a couple on that first one. Jacob and Chip had never been on uh, yet. So welcome to the fold, man, and thanks for being a subscriber. Thank you. Yeah, man. So tell people a little bit about yourself and where you're at and and such. Who are you? I'm in Orlando, Florida. I'm originally from New Jersey. Been a fan of They Might Be Giants since 1992. My first album, like yours, was also Apollo 18. I got Boom. into them because I had bought the Sega CD and it came with a this. Oh my god, I remember and that. The song Mammal was one of the songs. Oh, and what? at that Wait, time, I, abs- I absolutely remember this. Yeah, so this so is Genesis. The, wait, for the Sega CD attachment for the Genesis, it came with a bonus <laughs> yeah. disc. It had Mammal and one on of it. the tracks was Mammal. Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing it's about amazing. this. And in, and I've I have recorded 84 episodes. How has <laughs> nobody mentioned this before? I, I remember going to a friend's house who had the early Sega CD when it was still the bottom loaded yeah, one exactly. with the tray, and he had that CD. I remember that. That's wow. crazy. I have not thought yeah, about that like, in like they might 25 be years. Information Society, and just what? like the most random disc. Yeah, man, these guys like they just got their. <laughs> fucking thumb and everything just yeah. like and this is how like the homestar runner i because i just released episode 72 uh, but i've recorded up to 84 and i'm recording one tomorrow wednesday and thursday so i'm gonna be three months ahead but um no one has ever mentioned that it's all tiny tunes malcolm in the middle or homestar runner yeah so or like, like they got into it from 120 minutes in the 80s so like most those people four. with uh, Tiny Tunes, I remember seeing that and I didn't think they were a real band at that time because I was That's, young. Yeah, I'm hearing that a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, and then I got the Sega CD disc and I'm like, oh wait, there's more <laughs> tracks by this band? Let me start looking nice. into them. And I'm 42, so I was right in that age range of starting to get into popular music and everything. So I nice. found Apollo 18, then started working backwards with Flood Lincoln and the Pink Album. That's great that you heard them on Tiny Tunes, and then it only took you only two years to find out they were a real band. Because some people would say like, "Oh yeah, I saw it when I was like five and then a decade later found out it was a real band. You know, something yeah. like that. So that that was pretty. Man, Sega, Sega CD. What? I was a Nintendo guy, so I okay. never owned Sega. Mm-hmm. I refused to. Genesis doesn't. Um. That commercial. Uh, I was Nintendo to the core. I uh, I still have, and I'm going to rig them up now that I'm home and have all this time to kill, um, figure out how to rig them up through my new TV, my N64, which is the last thing I ever purchased, my SNES, and my 
top loader Famicom style NES, which wow. is not actually Famicom, but when they reissued it like four years after the first NES came out, they issued a US top loader. Works like a dream because it doesn't slam the slam the yeah. cartridges around. So I've had it since like 91 or 92. I think it was right when the Genesis was out. They're like, hey, remember Nintendo's still awesome. Here's a different looking Nintendo. And I bought it and it still works. Every single game works. It's the SNES. I can't get Ken Griffey baseball to work. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'll keep working on it. So then um, we've got... Uh, oh, we got... Okay, so Jordan, your first time Hello. too. Yep, yes. First. Tell the people uh, about you. Yeah. Um, my name's, my Thank you. Thank you for having me, Greg. Uh, my name's Jordan. Ooh. I live in Maryland. Um, and I'm... And, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and I'm from and I'm from Pennsylvania, but I've been here in Maryland uh, about three years. But Pennsylvania kind of feels more like home, so I'm a northeast. Where in I'm Pennsylvania? A, um, uh, Harrisburg. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, all my family's from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I grew up. Yeah. I grew up going to Pittsburgh to visit uh, some family. They're, they're kind of spread I out love here and there. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I yeah. still got an aunt and uncle. My grandpa um, is still there kind of worried about him but you know they're being really safe in those senior homes yeah um yeah he's he's in, he's in really good health he's the one he joined like it's hilarious they called it the silver sneakers club which is like the walking group of the old folks home and he quit because everyone was going too slow he's like come <laughs> on people <laughs> yeah so i think he'll be okay yeah harrisburg so yeah what do you Har- what do you what do you do man um i am a dentist um in the navy really yeah Holy cow! That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's an in odd it's an oddball career uh, to be both no, in the navy cool. and be a dentist. Kind of overlaps some unusual Man. worlds overlapping. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Wh- so where did you? Uh, where and how did you first hear TMPG? Um, so I'm. I figured out years later that I surely heard um, the Tiny Toons jams, uh, particularly Istanbul, yeah. because. When I first heard it, I was like, well, yeah, when I first consciously knew I w- that was them, I was like, well, yeah, everybody knows that song. I, I didn't realize that that was uh, something I had heard on Tiny Toons, but clearly I did. And then I yeah. consciously started listening to them uh, right around the same time. Um, home, they were all over Homestar Runner, which was my favorite website while I was, uh, yeah. would have been, what, middle school years. Um, I think I'm a bit younger than some of you. And um, yep. and then right around that same time, one of my best friends, he had an older brother who was obsessed with They Might Be Giants, and he was kind enough to burn me this mega mix of all of his favorite tracks. So oh. I think it was, I think it might have even been two discs. So in the nice. early 2000s, he had blessed me with um, an hour or two or three of, of his highlights so i was set from there (laughs) dude yeah you know you know i love making itunes playlists and now it's mostly spotify playlists because it's so easy to share with people but like making i mean i made mixed tapes for my high school girlfriend like every month i would make her a mixtape just because i fucking i love doing it and she liked listening to them and then it was mixed cds I still have the first mix CDs that Kara and I made for each other when we started dating. Oh, nice. she was <laughs> so we called we called her emo chick before I knew who she was because she had short black hair and wore like Jets to Brazil and Promise Ring shirts around the music building, and uh, 
the first one she made for me, it had fucking like deep like Smashing Pumpkins and Radiohead cuts. It had Bjork. It had um, <laughs> Ani DeFranco. It had Elliot Smith. It had Pedro the Lion. It was like a killer fucking mix. And I'm like, all right, I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah, trading yeah. CDs in the early aughts. It took a lot more effort to make someone a CD. So he really cared about the MIP Giants and you enough to be like, here you go, man. Dude, get this. Check this out. That's awesome. Yeah, I th- yeah and, and we he was, you know, my, my friend was like the youngest little brother, and, and I was the youngest in my family. So we were like, oh, this guy, his older brother is so cool. He listens to this band. <laughs> So we, 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 were, we were thinking we were accessing some really cool music, but um, I, I was really into them for like a year or so. And then I, I to be honest, I, I dropped off for a while and then I came back just in the last year um, having oh, stumbled wow. upon your, your podcast. Yeah. So really? you, you brought me back. Yeah. I think I must have been, <laughs> I don't know if I stumbled into, I, I, I think, are, are you, would you have ever posted about your own podcast on Reddit? Because maybe that's where oh, yeah. I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. sweet. So thank you yeah. for doing that. Now I'm now sure. I'm in and, and I'm I've been uh, I've been going hard. They've been yeah. I've been catching up nice. on all the, the deeper cuts I didn't know until this past year. So and you, you know, you've that's guided one of my favorite me along. <laughs> thank you. Then that's great. I that's one of my favorite things about this is I have and I didn't expect to be hearing this, especially when I started it. I thought it'd just be like no one's going to listen to this. It's too specific. Like, it's one song about one band. No one's <laughs> going to listen. But it turns out that there's so many fucking podcasts out there that the more niche you are, the better. The more, like, laser-focused your thing is, you know, it's like my wife's a professor and, like, her dissertation, it's like when you're getting further up in school, it's like you focus on, like, this. it gets narrower and narrower and narrower. And if you can find those people that like that one thing... Then they're like, this is exactly what I want. So it's been awesome. And people keep telling me that, like, oh, I came in as just, like, you know, a fan. But now I'm a super fan. And that's, like, the best thing, you know, spreading. Just like the guy making you a, a mixed CD. It's yeah. like spreading my favorite band around, you know? Yeah. The, the Reddit is weird, though. Daniel, you're in there, aren't you? Don't you go on the Reddit? Yeah. Uh, I mostly go to yeah. Reddit for memes, but <laughs> not sure. for a lot of but discussion. Like, you know, there's like as many people in the like subscribing to the subreddit as there are in miscellaneous tea. But like nobody cares about like I post a thing like Dan Hickey, a guy who was in the band. Right. I post a thing about the episode in there and it gets like four likes and like four upvotes and no comments. I'm like, what is even the point? Like I haven't even posted the last three in there because I'm just like. I can't even be bothered to copy and paste. No one engages there at all. It's mostly on Twitter. Yeah, really, I think is where the stuff's happening. Facebook and Twitter like kind of shove the content you're looking for in your face, and Reddit seems yeah. kind of like a black hole of like you post something and maybe people will see it. Like I don't know who really goes to Reddit and like checks the same subreddit every day. Right, they just scroll the yeah. main feed. So, so like, if it only gets four upvotes, it's not going to go in anyone else's feed, right. and it's just going to sit there with four upvotes. So it's pretty dumb. I mean, Twitter's the best because it doesn't have, like, these hardcore algorithms and shit that, like, hide stuff. Um, like, it was proven to me today. I actually made a Facebook post on This Might Be a Podcast saying, hey, everyone's quarantined. I got, a you know, a present for you. 
The first 10 people to comment on this post will get a free download of Outdoor Valor, Doppelpopolis, one of my bands, whatever you want. And let's see how many people have commented on it now. It's been up for 12 hours. Let's see how many people Facebook showed this to. Happy quarantining, y'all. So we have, I have 323 likes on Facebook. Only 86 people reached from the admin. I can see only 86 people reached and only three people have commented. So <laughs> I said, for, first 10 people, like it'd be some sort of bum rush. But no, <laughs> Facebook, fa- Facebook hides it from people. Not even a third of my people have seen it. Third of the people have liked it. So I'm I'm sitting at three, and now it's like well, when this episode said, comes out, if people go check <laughs> yeah. out that post, there might right? be yeah for the ten. <laughs> I actually said on the post, I said and go parentheses Facebook, don't screw us with your algorithms. <laughs> they did, and I posted it with a picture, which usually posting a picture will get you more engagement. Mm. Just having a picture rather than text. I have researched way too much about social media stuff just from having multiple bands, multiple podcasts. You all should go check out the Best Midwestern Kansas episode, which just came out and is awesome. Um, so uh, let's let's move it along. That's enough of me jibber-jabbering. Lisa has been on an exclusive episode, but not a regular episode yet. But we've got um, Lisa Selecki. You are on the They Might Be Giants strings not as in guitars, but orchestral strings special about strings in They Might Be Giants songs. So welcome back, uh, Lisa. Hey. Lisa? Are you muted? What's going yes, on? Yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having <laughs> me back. Yeah. So um, if people hadn't heard that, tell, uh, just remind everyone um, who you are, where you at. So I am from the D.C. area, the Maryland suburbs, and um, yeah, so, Mar- you're Maryland. Yes, Maryland. <laughs> Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> Specifically, Gaithersburg, or uh, Ga- aka Gaithersburg. I've also heard that. I can't remember, Lisa, on the strings episode since we got people talking about their introduction to TMBG. Did I allow you to do that or say wait till your regular episode? Did we talk I about? Think your- I I did like an abridged version. So okay, yeah. So um, so I I listened to Lincoln like just randomly. I think I, I was really into all music in in college and high school, and so I did a lot of like. Uh, you know, listening to this album and like, oh, it was influenced by this album or. Oh, you mean allmusic.com? Yeah. I still go to all music. It is. So nice. do I. Yeah. It's it's like where I look up like track listings and stuff and like, you know, bios and stuff. Yeah. When I'm digging through like used CD stores and uh, that still exist some places uh, and I'm like, oh shit, here's, uh, you know, 20 Cure albums. i have some. I can't afford to buy all of these though. Which ones does All Music recommend? And that's yeah. what I'll buy. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing about All Music is that they refuse to acknowledge the term pop punk. They insist that it's punk pop. Have you <laughs> ever noticed that? Like you go to any pop punk album and it says this punk pop album, they just they just have not they will refuse to allow that phrase into their vernacular. That's I thought not you a meant thing. like Yeah. Well maybe it's like as as you're going like sub sub genres like punk and then punk pop. But then what right. do they call post punk? Punk post? 
Uh, yeah, that's a good. They should. They should just reverse all of those. Proto punk is punk. Punk proto. Punk comma proto. Punk comma post. Yeah. Punk comma. Uh, I don't know. Street. <laughs> uh, anyway, that, that's ridiculous. So was uh, uh was they might be giants recommended to you, uh, Lisa, based on one other band you're looking at? I I'm trying to remember. Well, like it it would have been so up my alley, like all through middle school, high school, college. Um, I mean, I, most of the music I listened to was like, kind of like, like punky, kind of alternative-y, indie. Um, so like definitely similar. Generally less like nerdy, kind of, or like less like cerebral. Sure. Than, than They Might Be Giants. Um, like Pixies <laughs> was yeah. like my favorite band in high school. There aren't many bands that at, that are as cerebral as They Might Be Giants without being a total bore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Pixies fucking roll. I mean, I don't. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. And yeah. so somewhere, somewhere or another, I like, I, I got into Lincoln, and I just like, I remember the moment I first heard Anna Ing, and it just like, just blew me away. I was like, I, I love this song. I love the song. First listen, and then the entire album, just like, I just loved it so much. But I never listened to anything besides that, except for some some weird reason. I should be allowed to think that just yeah. like came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh, like this song is really cool." I have no idea what album it's on. I, I, I just like started putting it on mixes, but I just didn't like dig into other albums until about, huh. until about two years ago. That is a great song for like college age kids to get into. They'll be like, Allen Ginsberg, I fucking know this reference. Yeah, I I'm so, so cool. Smart. And yeah, I'm so hip. I'm not like those frat boys. I know poets. Yeah, I've heard of that guy. Yeah, no, that's 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I, yeah. So just a couple of years ago, I I got like kind of obsessive about TMBG. And- it's funny how like I think. I think 2018, the whole blitzkrieg of the I Like Fun, the Dyla song, 2018. I think the 2015, too, caught a lot of people because I got people like Abby, my resident artist, uh, who is like, Phone Power was the first album I got into. I'm like, what? I'm like, but she's 21. And then all these people that are getting into them like right now or getting back into them, I mean, right now is in the past couple of years, because there was just a flurry of activity in 2018. Like, if you were, if anybody you knew liked them at all, like, chances are something, like, came across your eyeballs at some point, and you're like, oh, right, that band. You know? You think it was kind of like that? Like, the, the I Like Fun coming out and all the stuff every week? I actually honestly don't remember what it was. Um, something made me want to listen to the Pink album. Hmm. So, so I listened to Lincoln first, and then... Were you playing chess? Or were you at Toys R Us? <laughs> or were you uh, a trucker? <laughs> calling out your handles? To- or ha- hammering down something? <laughs> you were at the World's Fair? Yeah. Dancing around? I, I have no idea what it... But So, like, I listened to Lincoln, loved it. I should be allowed to think, love it, loved it. Yeah. And then Pink Album. And then was like, oh, holy shit. And then just I started like spiraling out of control and just listening to everything else. Yeah. <laughs> out of control in a good way. Yes. Nice. So, uh, so uh, I guess, yeah, uh, Daniel, um, it's been a long time, but you were on an yeah. episode. You were on an episode, what was it, like eight? It's like eight, yeah. That's and you nuts. know what? Let me verify this. At the this. time, Welcome I back. realized I never actually, I never fully explained 
my <laughs> they might be giant story at the time like the podcast i kind of, was still so new i know still kind of figuring it out it was yeah. later episodes after mine when i was listening to and i'd be like oh everyone's getting to tell their full they might be giant story i didn't get to do that and then like a year later I guess I should. I still not. Well, should we just keep I mean, it a secret? <laughs> you could now, but we're also about to record um, a crossover right episode. So t- we'll tell people about that. Promote your podcast. Sure. Do that. Do that. Um, I, I, my wife and I host a podcast about the band Reliant K, and we uh, are d- going to do a crossover. We're going to do two crossover episodes because we're going to we're going to be on Greg's show talking about four science. I just picked for science because i was like no one took this song yet i was actually and like shocked. i'm like yes please take it i love that's like my for favorite some, early b-side it's so good i know it's got like a whole it's, it's like got a whole narrative it's got all these different like voices and characters i couldn't but for some reason i was like this would be a song everyone would want to do but no one had done it and then we're gonna It'll have you on our love slave forever yes such a great song <laughs> so good yeah so the sadie hawkins pod then i'm gonna be on all right, what did I even name my podcast? It's called Sadie no. Hawkins Pod. And you're yeah. going to be on our podcast because Reliant K did a cover of Dr. Worm. Yep, so we played on that. the Dr. Worm Yes, you did. I remember. And that was before three. we did our po- – we, we hadn't even started our podcast yet, and you had talked about that cover. Man, I remember when that came out. Cara. Yeah. yeah. What, well, the Reliant K cover album or, or the yeah, podcast? Oh, the yeah, the Reliant K yeah. co- uh, cover album. I remember them doing Dr. Worm and being like, oh, I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Black Ops was the episode you were on. It was indeed right. episode eight, January twenty third, twenty nineteen. Man, so yeah. I'm so glad we're finally getting. Um, so if you want to tell your story now, or we could do it on the for science episode. Your call. Well, I can do the. Sh- I'll try to do the short version. Sure. But it was just like yeah, I did mention it was Tiny Tunes. That's how I discovered they might be giants. But then more specifically, because I would have been probably like eight. Or something. I was born in '82, so I had no access, especially in the early '90s, to like go listen to more music. Like I didn't have my own money. I didn't have, you know, couldn't go to a record store at eight years old. So eventually, my babysitter, I told she loved Tiny Tunes, <laughs> and I was like, "Have you ever seen the episode where they have They Might Be Giants?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I have that tape." So she lent me her copy of Flood. And I had in my mind, I had it for years. I might have had it for like two months for all I know. But then I <laughs> I listened to her copy of Flood for a while. And then I coaxed my grandmother into taking me to a Tower Records and buying it. Because I think <laughs> my my parents weren't the strictest with music, but I think in general, like MTV sexuality stuff like that that scared them, like the record store. It's like Marge Simpson said, uh record stores have always been uncomfortable to me or whatever she says in the in the hullabaloo episode i'm getting all of that wrong i'm getting all those references wrong anyway um i'll I'll drop in a clip yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong homie (sighs) i went to the record store today and they were playing all this music i never heard of it was like the store had gone crazy Hmm, record stores have always seemed crazy to me but it doesn't upset me music is none of my business that's fine for you marge but I used to rock and roll all night and party every day. Then it was every other day. Now I'm lucky if I can find half an hour a week in which to get funky. I've got to get out of this rut and back into the groove. Well, God, try to include Bart and Lisa. Dear Lord, 
If you keep Homer from embarrassing us today, we promise to build several churches in your honor. Bart, no! <laughs> what computers? Uh... <laughs> There can only be one truly great music festival a lifetime, and it's the US Festival. The what festival? The US Festival. Yeesh. It was sponsored by that guy from Apple Computers. What computers? Uh. But yeah, that. So I got my grandmother to. I was like, okay, I was like, this album is in Tiny Tunes. I swear, I'm not taking you to buy me like a gangster rap album. There's right. no swear. I I didn't know for certain. Well, no, I did know by then, but I didn't know for certain that they maybe Giants wouldn't swear. Like, I knew there were no swears on Flood, but I'm like, there are no swears on this tape. Our babysitter already lent it to us. It's basically a kid's tape. Can we please go buy this? And she went and she bought it for me. You know that lovely lullaby, your racist friend? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I sing it to my daughter every night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but there's no swears. I mean, they just finally said shit for the first time, right? In, right. Um, when the lights go out or what? Which? Uh, oh, it's it goes by so quickly. You can't tell. But before right. that, it was just like son of a bitch, bastard, right. hell. You know, stuff like that. Are right. poo and ass? Are poo and ass taken? Um <laughs> Bowling, which I, you just got me on a Simpsons thing, and anything like that seems like total non sequitur, probably from The Simpsons or Futurama. Um, so, yeah, so your grand that is such a early 90s thing to say. Yeah, My grandmother took me to Tower Records. <laughs> I <laughs> she bought me the cassette of Flood. Yes, eventually, when I had my own money, like you know, start whatever age, let's say 12. I could, you know, go to the record store by myself. My parents wouldn't stop me from buying stuff. And I and an early two early CDs I bought were Miscellaneous Tea and John Henry. Yeah, that would have been like so that would only been like two or three years later John Henry came yeah. out. And I remember the whole advertisement about first full band CD and I completely did not understand what that meant because I'm like, well, it's a band. What do you mean full band? I it took me a long time to understand what how they made those first few records as a duo. Right. I didn't understand production wise. I'm like, it sounds like lots of instruments. How is it just two guys? Right. You might be fooled by the drum machine. I mean, like the pink album drum machine is very 80s. Like the drum machine technology kept improving. So, like by Flood and Apollo 18, like a lot of it, unless they're making it really weird on purpose, you could be fooled. Right. You know, like see the constellation. Like there's nothing in the drum machine where you'd be like, oh, that's a, that's a robot. Like right. you easily be fooled. Yeah. So hey, let's uh let's get on to um since yeah actually Daniel just I want you to continue on into uh so you also run oh that's tell, right <laughs> tell people about the meme accounts and then we're gonna get onto the topic at hand which is the wonderful uplifting topic of viruses and disease <laughs> and uh, scorched earth and um yeah things are crazy out there right now. Right. Um, no, none of us are in the same room, you know, just so people know we're, we're not all clustered together uh, around one microphone like you would at like Sun <laughs> Studios in the 50s. You know, everyone just huddle around. Uh, <laughs> and so you run meme accounts. Tell people about the meme accounts because you did a recent uh, meme that relates a They Might Be Giants song to uh, all the shit that's going down. Right. I So I uh, my first big meme account was MXPX memes. Yeah. Like that's another band that I loved. And I was like, there doesn't seem to be a lot of me. All, the only MXPX memes I used to find were like negative MXPX memes. So I created an account <laughs> just to like flood the market with positive MXPX memes. And then I was like, what other bands would I do 
memes about and they might be giants was like the next obvious one to me and then it was actually when you started your podcast i was that's when i started i'm like well now's the time to start they might be giants memes and uh so yeah i've had multiple (laughs) so i've had multiple they might be giants memes and i was able to get mxpx memes the handle relatively easy i got it easily across you know all platforms i had to kind of split it up on twitter i'm t meme bg yeah on instagram i'm tmbg memes but uh, today I just did like I was listening to Nanobots like just to listen to Nanobots and the title song when he starts going like <laughs> rearranging beds, eating what's available in some hand me downs, making do with leftovers. I'm like, wow, this song really applies to what's going on right now. <laughs> just specifically what it's like living inside your house and not being allowed to leave. Yeah, and only I'm wanting actually- to leave because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 retweeting it right now in reference to this party because just go ahead and read the what you put as the quarantine to-do list. Yeah. So I found you got a, these bullet points yeah. in the picture. Where'd you find the picture? I just typed in like stock work from home and I'm assuming that this is like uh, my dog's rattling in the background with her tags, but uh yeah, I was like so I just found like a relatively happy family working from home with kids kind of shouting and jumping and then I wrote Quarantine to-do list, rearranging beds, eating what's available, (laughs) in some hand-me-downs, making do with leftovers, bunking up, sharing comic books, (laughs) sitting three deep on each other's laps, which I think about people I know who are, like, stuck in this quarantine in, like, roommate situations and, like, you know, they don't even have an apartment. They have a bedroom and, you know, that they got off of Craigslist and, like, that. it's just, it's such an awful situation. I mean, I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, in vans, stacked up on other vans, driving a tidal wave. <laughs> I love that whole verse. It's just so great. Yeah. And, God, I remember I became fully addicted to that when I went on this camping trip, like deep, deep backwoods ca- Canadian, um, Aquatico, which is right north of Boundary Waters, Minnesota. Like, didn't see other humans for like three days backwoods camping. And my iPod mini, before it died, like the newest thing was the newest thing about Giants was Nanobots, and you know that's like up near you know it's track two, and just sitting like in the middle, literally the middle of fucking nowhere on this little island in this little lake in Canada, and just like you know starry sky, and I'm listening to fucking the twinkly guitars on my earbuds of that 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 verse, the guitars are perfect, and just learned every word of that song. And it's been one of my favorites, and I would sing it while we're canoeing on this trip. And Cars, that's Cars' next episode, is the song Nanobots. And I just love this fucking song, and I love Nanobots, and anyone who trashes it can bite my shiny metal ass. (laughs) Have you noticed that Nanobots is, like, in the top four on Spotify? If you have Spotify for them, every every artist yeah. has like a top four most listened. It's I think it's I'm pretty sure the top four albums are like whatever is the most listened to album by an artist on Spotify. You know, it could and be because it has list. it could be because it has the most tracks next to Apollo because of all the nano tracks. Right, like you know, rappers are like gaming the system, like these hip hop albums that still have like these little skits or whatever else in between, like little like twenty second things, and uh-huh. they'll have it as its own track just to get a higher play count because uh, okay. like I'm on my bands are on Spotify and everywhere else we have a digital distribution thing and you get like one cent for a Spotify stream. Right. So, or like a, like a fraction of a cent. So if your album has 
a hundred songs that are three seconds apiece, you're going to make more money than, you know, Pink Floyd or whatever the fuck. So, like, yeah, or Rush, you know, like, they're they're still making one cent off an eight-minute song where you're making one cent off your little 20-second, like, hip-hop skit that is probably stupid and shouldn't be there, but they're gaming the system. And so Nanobots might be getting more plays just because when someone listens to it, it's racking up. How many tracks are Nanobots? There's a lot of tracks, right? It's over 20, right? Yeah. Even for They Might Be Giants album, it has the most tracks. So that, that Nanobots is gaming the system. So it's those damn bots. They're sneaky. Yeah. Hey, are, are you guys familiar with a guy named Matt Farley? Yes. Have you heard of this guy? Uh, yeah. He's, what, he, who is he? What does he do? He's, he, uh, he does um, dozens of songs every week on Spotify just for that purpose of... Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, hey, if everybody listens to my... If each of my songs only gets like 10 plays, I'm still going to find a way to make a living off of Spotify. So yeah. he has over about 20,000 songs on Spotify. There's been bands that have posted <laughs> like... That have uploaded like blank tracks that have nothing on them spotify has they've they've done away with this <laughs> there there was a band that convinced people to just put it on and mute their thing while they went to bed and just have it just loop the album right. their fans <laughs> loop it while they were sleeping and it actually like made them you know i don't know a few hundred bucks it was some little <laughs> band some like you know it punk little you know band and uh and then there was god who was it yeah it was just like an album just full of all these nothing tracks. There's just nothing on there. And the, again, they told their fans, they're like, just, just, you know, put it on loop and just let it play all day. <laughs> and they gamed the system and made a lot of money. And then Spotify was like, no, now we have, you know, like Shazam type algorithms, probably where someone uploads a track and it's obviously nothing like it just deletes it or something, probably, you know, but there, yeah. The, so Nanoboss is gaming the system basically, but it sounds like you're a guy, uh, this Farley guy is, is like he, they're actually songs. Of yeah, some sort, yeah. Right? They're, you know, they're like two minutes or less usually, but yeah, they're songs. Sure, yeah. They're yeah, they're yeah. they're gimmick songs usually. But is someone doing a Matt Farley song by song podcast? Because that sounds like the next big thing to work on. <laughs> oh, that would be painful. <laughs> yeah, if you ever yeah. want to look him up, he's actually uh, the toilet. I'll leave it at this. Look up the toilet bowl cleaners sometime. And uh, have fun, yeah. You know, a lot. There, you know, I'm a I'm a songwriter that uh, like Outdoor Valor is working on a new album. We got our little thing here where I'm starting to actually record stuff, and uh, so I'm demoing out all these songs, or at least like getting them started, so the rest of the band can you know figure out their parts. And while we're all quarantined, like they're sending me keyboard parts, like via you know I'm sending them demos, and they're sending me a keyboard part through email just to see if it fits, and. Uh, um, there was this one minute song challenge going around on Facebook and I'm like first of all uh, my wife writes the lyrics so that won't really work when I like I just write the music I could write you an instrumental in a minute sure but like the lyrics and all that like but these people that were friends of mine were coming up with pretty cool stuff and I'm like man yeah if you were uploading all that to you know digital distribution I mean it costs money to uh it doesn't cost money to put your stuff on Spotify, but if you want a digital distribution bundle where, which is what I do, it's 50 bucks for an album and then it's everywhere. You can download it from Amazon or Apple or whatever. Um, so it's not, I mean, I guess if you were just doing Spotify, but the best way to rake in the money is to put it everywhere. YouTube, 
everywhere. You know, you make money off all those streams. But I can't write songs that fast. You know, my wife's busy, so I get no lyrics until, you know, we got lyrics for two of these 10 songs I think we got right now. It's fine. You know, we'll get it done. But uh, that's a pretty cool way to game the system as well, and it's more fun than just uploading blank tracks. So back to the memes here. There's another good one here. That another working put. from home one? Yes. So I've had gov- three gover- memes. <laughs> yeah. Government, work from home. And then the picture, me with my new job climbing the walls. And it's some woman who has like a rock climbing wall in her like vaulted Living ceiling room. home. Yeah. Climbing up to like the ceiling fan and like uh, looking down and giving like a thumbs up. It took up me a while maybe. to find that picture. Because you well, think that's, if that's you very t- specific, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw were, that one. I liked it, I, and I, it made it, it made me like stare at it for a while and just try to. My favorite thing in the picture. In the picture, she's got that cord, that like safety cord that you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's just running to the floor. Yeah, like, exactly. If she falls, <laughs> she's falling straight to the floor. That cord's not doing anything. There. Well, are you sure it's not a? Te- it looks like in the middle. Right above her climbing wall. Oh, like kind of a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It okay. looks like there's a little post sticking out that it's. Yeah, you're right. To, right. You're right. You're totally so right. You, but okay. Yeah, then you got like your spotter or whatever the hell you call it. I've only gone rock climbing once. Um, you got the you know the person at the bottom holding the thing. Yeah, but still, that's 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 yeah, that must have been hard to find because rock climbing walls the, in someone's house. There were tons of them for like kids' rooms. Which made sure. sense, but I was like, it's not as funny for kids' rooms because you can kind of like imagine that that already exists. I wanted to find an adult with a rock climbing wall in their adult home, and that it, it well, took me a while to find that. For kids, climbing the walls is a fun activity. Right. It's not a job. For <laughs> adults, climbing the walls means you're going insane. So right. it's a little different, you know, for kids yeah. to be like, yeah, <laughs> we like being insane. Climbing the walls, that sounds good. And then you've got the Dr. Worm, the uh, Kablam Dr. Worm playing the drums. Dr. Worm says, if you never stop drumming, you can't touch any diseases. <laughs> uh, that's a good one, too. These are all gold, man. Gold, Jerry, gold. I need to. I've never had a, uh, with MXPX memes, I'm always, like, ahead of the game. I always have a few more memes than, you know, day, you know, I've got a few buried, I've got a few deep so I can right. post some and make some more. With MIP Giants, I've always been like short of that. So I, I, I've needed to like sit home, and now this is the perfect time. I need to sit home and basically have a solo writer's day where I just come up with tons of memes and be ready. <laughs> That's why sometimes you know, on that account, are, uh... I'll go like three to five days without a meme. Now, are you one of those guys that has, has finagled a way to make money off of any of your memes you're constantly making? No. I, there I are people to, that do, aren't there? Yeah. Somehow? How? I don't know how they do that. I keep seeing this stars meme. Have you seen that? It's like telling me to sign up for stars the and channel? watch the yeah, the channel. But it's like they keep their advertisements are memes. And it's really obnoxious. Oh wow. Yeah, trying to jump on that. Because I know like all those influencers and say I'm just I don't know. I'm one of those old people that's like, you kids these days, that's not a real job. But like they're like on Instagram and it'll like I think they have to put like sponsored posts or whatever, but it's just the person's account and they're talking about some makeup line, right? And then they're getting paid right. for it. You know, how are I don't know, how are meme people like are they memeing about 
something in a positive way, a product. Like, look at this Coca-Cola mean. Up at the top, it says, sponsored content. I think that does happen. Yeah, seems like something. There's like meme conventions and merchandising. I'm sure there's all kinds of ways to do it, but I'm pretty sure that has to be the most selling of your soul. It's like, sure, you can make money doing other kinds of art, but like making money doing memes, I feel like you really have to sell your soul to do that. But you spend a lot of time making memes, man. I know. A lot of time. (laughs) You got, man... I'm just happy, like, you guys, I love you all for, for, for chipping in for all the time I spend on this podcast. I really appreciate it because I do spend way too much time. And it used to be, like, Kara was like, this is fun, but you're spending a lot of time. I'm like, because I try to do it, like, right now the baby's sleeping. I'll do it on Thursdays. Well, not right now. She's not playing tennis. But usually, like, I do my recordings every Thursday. Baby's asleep. She's a tennis. So there's minimal, you know, trying to minimize, like, how much it affects, like, family time and stuff like that. But I do spend, like, I mean, with all this time off, I mean, I spent, I think, eight hours doing podcast-related things last week. I think this week's going to be more like ten hours, because I've been talking to you guys for almost an hour. Tomorrow I'm doing an episode, which will be 60 to 90 minutes. Wednesday do I'm an episode, 60 to 90 minutes. Thursday, episode 60 to 90 minutes. And then I need to edit all of those fuckers. And, oh yeah, and there's a Patreon episode uh, about uh, They Might Be Giants art coming out um i'm not sure if this will come out first or that but it is about just the art of 1990 which is flood a big one um all its iterations and different international versions and the saudi arabian bootleg version which is on the wiki the art for that and then the um istanbul ep which also has great art so that was uh an hour and a half talking about uh, the art of two things. And I had artists from North Carolina, uh, North Dakota, um, and um, Plymouth, England. So that one is awesome. But I'm spending a lot of time, and I just hired John Walker on. I hadn't done any assistant engineering in a while, but he's editing currently a two-parter, which is about all the Hotel Detective songs. So part one is... She was a hotel detective with parentheses off the pink elm. Then uh, she was a hotel detective without parentheses off the Back to Skull EP. And then the part, the second episode is then about she was a hotel detective from the future, which uh, was released on Cast Your Pod to the Wind. And then the hotel detective from the future commentary, which I hadn't even heard until John Eulis told me about it, which is just this really weird made up screenplay that John Linnell just kind of does a thing that has nothing to do with the song, but says it's commentary on the Hotel Detective. So thank you, John Walker, for for getting my next two weeks episodes out there so I can edit this Patreon peeps episode as well as the art episode. So you guys chipping in every month, uh, I'm, you know, I, I feel like I owe some of these people like eight t-shirts, people that have been on here for like forever I'm like one T-shirt. This cost me eight fifty to to buy the shirt and then print it. I owe you a lot more. So when I send something to Belinda in Australia and it costs me nineteen dollars, I'm totally cool with that because you guys are awesome. So thank you, all of you. Unmute your mics and and applaud for yourselves. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah. We got all these mic muters. Yeah. <laughs> all these mic muters. I feel like I'm talking into a vacuum. 
Uh, so but before you change topics, I do want to say you might, yeah, you might just be a niche uh, podcaster if you go into the Saudi Arabian bootleg artwork, <laughs> specifically from the year 1990 of a band. That's 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 as does it get more niche than that? Dude, I, I mean, the wiki, gotta thank the wiki. I didn't know that existed, but like Flood was such a popular album that they made a bootleg cassette with like very, almost like memeized, proto-meme yeah, artwork. I'll have to, I, I'll have to it's check that out. Up. I've never heard it's of this. really weird looking. Really weird looking. It has the Flood guy, but then it's like all these uh, the fonts that are just like 1990s fonts, you know, it's crazy. Um, so let's... Uh, so I'm not going to pitch it around specifically, but let's talk about, um, you know, without getting too much into the doom and gloom of like how bad things are all around you know, us, because we know that they're horrible. It sucks. Um, let's let's be a little more light about it and talk about They Might Be Giant songs like these memes that could be about, um, I mean, does anyone have any other thoughts about nanobots uh, translating to uh, being about... Um, the coronavirus or just specifically illness, sickness. I don't know. Let's just spin it off from there. Nanobots. Do we have anything else to say about nanobots other than the, the quarantine to-do list, the whole, pretty much the entire second verse of nanobots. <laughs> I do not, but man, I love that song. It's really, really good. <laughs> it's the fucking best. Like the van in a van stacked up on other vans. Like, how do you come up with a line like that? Like how just, this, just it just makes genius. you smile when you hear it. <laughs> it's so good. And I'm telling you, listen on earbuds. Like, Flansburg has a twinkly guitar in one ear. Miller has a different uh, notes doing the twinkly thing in the other ear. And it's just like, it's orgasmic, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that one, though, wouldn't jump out. To me. How did you get that idea? Because that one just didn't, that wouldn't jump out to me, uh, Daniel. I'm, as I like was just a... listening to the song and it just hit me because I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having to eat leftovers and all of that, it just felt prescient. I don't know. The nanobots in the song always felt like, like there's nothing in that song that specifically says apocalypse, but when you kind of read about nanobot technology and how like right. it could it could destroy the world i was you know i've always i always thought of that song is kind of like a, like the nanobots are happy little creatures and they're here to do good stuff but they might also destroy us but we'll enjoy it and it'll be fun the nanobots they're adorable yeah, i don't think I mean, that applies to the virus right now but well, it just makes me well if you just google nanobots um sciencedirect.com i'm looking at right now uh, nanobots are robots that carry out a very specific function and are approximately 50 to 100 nano... What does MN stand for? Nanomil... It, a nanometer? NM? Na- yeah. Yeah, nanometer. Na- nanometer. Why? They can be used very effectively for drug delivery. So what if the best way to uh, kill you know, this virus or get flush it from someone's body is with nanobots? Like what if that? What if what if the nanobots save the world from this plague, man? Nice, right? Using <laughs> nanotechnology, the drug can be targeted to a precise location, which would make the drug much more effective and reduce the chances of possible side effects. So I think they're probably more looking at like cancer cells, like going straight to like where the, you know, where the tumors are, whatever else that the person has going on, and special sensor nanobots can be inserted into the in. 
into the blood under the skin where microchips coated with human molecules and designed to emit an electrical impulse signal monitor the sugar level in the blood. This is fucking what an age we live in. And yet we're all dying. And, and somehow the Johns, somehow the Johns were uh, learning about that and uh, were inspired to write the song. I think that's like, especially Linnell, he's like, he comes across something in his like daily reading and he's like, I can write a song about that. <laughs> I think challenge, it's challenge. Challenge accepted. Yeah. So the, the, cli- <laughs> the climbing the walls one is great. Um, I think this one really applies to the social distancing and quarantining aspect. So who here feels like they're climbing the walls already? You know, who's home from work and is just like going bonkers you guys yeah i've been out of work a week already and trying to do some work from home and it's just not working well at all yeah are you feeling stir crazy are you climbing the walls yet yeah i normally so i work at one of the large resorts here in orlando so i am around people all day all night and i am in guest relations so i'm normally always helping people so this week of not helping people, I am totally at a loss. Yeah, dude. Um, are you, well, just, are you getting paid right now? Yes. Good. Because, okay. yeah, all I'm one of the leaders and all my um, employees are also getting paid right now. Good. So or that's is, is the there, positive is, of it. Do they get, you got a union over there? Yeah. That's, um, those are going to come into play big team. with all this. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm a rep for the teachers union and we're, I mean, we've been exchanging many emails about how, you know, if the superintendent decides to cut off like the custodians and shit like that, even though they don't pay into the union, we need to protect these people that help run the school, the secretaries and aides and lunch workers and the custodians, like the school would fucking fall apart without them. So we've already been talking a lot about that. And unions are going to come into play big when the government is like, here's some money. And then the CEOs are like, woo. But then the hourly wage people are like, hey, I can't pay my fucking, you know, electric bill this month. So, um, and and those, their jobs don't have unions. It's just things are totally fucked, especially like in the small towns that I teach. And I'm really kind of worried about a lot of these kids' parents. Um... But anyway, yeah, let's no, let's let's make it later again. Lisa, are you climbing the walls? How are you doing over there? Um, not really. I feel like I'm like I'm like perfectly suited for this lifestyle. Of like, <laughs> Same, right? Like, I, I like work from home on my couch. Like I have like a nice cozy house with like you know like this fuzzy blanket and oh. like like oh fuzzy. nice t-shirt. I didn't see it because like yes. the screen. Everyone's hey. faces are blocking it. Oh, the podcast t-shirts. Yeah. So do you, wait, you normally work from home or it's just like, it's I working do, for you? I only work from home once a week normally. Okay. So I'm like, I'm already like set up to do it. And, um, I mean, ideally like I, I like, re- I'm a software developer and I like remote into my machine at work. So, um, ah. that's, that's not like totally ideal because like if the internet right. connection is slow, it's kind of shitty. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of worried about with because uh, Kara's going back to school. Well, she went back to school today teaching. Um, she didn't have a class today, but one tomorrow, um, one undergrad class and one grad class. Luckily, they're not like big auditorium hall type things. I mean, she's a Spanish professor, so one they're upper. It's an upper level undergrad which has ten people, I think, and then a graduate class has like six 
people. So like if she wants to do a video call, I mean, it's like me talking to you guys, you know, but like when every single student at Purdue is on this same video system, this video call system at the same time, what's going to happen? Like, there's no way that this isn't going to totally crash and burn. Yeah. And I bet you you know more about that than I would. I'm not really that tech savvy. Um, I'm audio savvy, but not really that tech savvy. Do you think, well, just off the my giant top, is that going to be a problem, you think? Like server overload and like Wi-Fi usage and that kind of thing? I don't know. I have I have read that um, like web conferencing uh, companies are like doing huge right now, which is yeah. which is pretty cool. Like actually, like my company has its hand in some of that. So we're like, hey, you know, we're doing really bad in um, certain parts of our company. Like like print magazines is a part that's doing badly because the airlines yeah. are doing so bad and. People buy magazines in airports. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, so that's doing badly, but the web conferencing stuff is doing like enormously great. Yeah, I bet they're hiring on people just to like make sure, like, to keep all the tech. Like, if shit goes down, they need like extra hands on deck now because people are like, yeah, everyone's working from home, and like all, like every university mm-hmm. in the fucking world or whatever is, or you know. It, everyone is online all day now. Facebook usage, you know who's really making out like a king is fucking Zuckerberg because everybody is all posting like crazy on Facebook and Twitter. Like usage is way up because people are just sitting at their computers <laughs> killing time. It's, it's, uh, you know who also is doing well is Grubhub. <laughs> I noticed that when my Taco Bell delivery showed up like that. They have everyone on deck and everyone's probably making all those drivers are probably making a lot of money because people want their food brought to them. It is a weird, weird time. Uh, So let's see. Uh, Jordan, are you climbing the walls? How are you doing? I mean, my Uh, dentist appointment got canceled. I can't imagine you want to have your hands in people's mouths. Oh, so, you know, the American Dental Association and most of the state dental boards are saying, oh, you better close your offices. And then being in the military healthcare system, they're, they they think they're somehow a little bit special. And they're, they're like, <laughs> you know what? We're going to stay open because our mission is very important. And let's just say it's caused a little bit of conflict. But no, I'm still I'm still working five days a week. Holy and shit. and we're uh, we're canceling um we're canceling most of our appointments but okay. we're still supposed to stay open to do other things <laughs> but yeah, yeah like normally i would see you know like three times as many patients as i've currently seeing but still got to show up and be around all the people and everyone's Staff. everyone's wondering like okay well just a matter of time before someone in the clinic finds out they're tested positive and then we all go into uh, quarantine and it's it's a it's an unfortunate system but there's not a yeah. whole lot that can be done i've 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 complained about it like to i've strategically tried to complain to everybody possible and <laughs> i think that they all know how i feel about it so yeah. i think i'm kind of stuck so well, I'm just hoping I, th- I don't get my family sick. <laughs> I think what you need to do is bring that uh, that drill around and just like, I don't think we should have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 
man yeah. fuck yeah, yeah so i i kind of yeah. wish i i you know kind of kind of wish i was crawling up the walls a little bit because that would mean i was safe at home but you know yeah. it, i at yeah. the same time i'm i'm fortunate to uh to not be bored at home and i'm glad i'm getting paid i got guaranteed job security so i yeah very yeah. few you know i'm it's you know there's always something you can complain about but i i at the end of the day you know i'm doing fine <laughs> Yeah, that's what Car and I have been saying. Like, we both have salaried positions that aren't awesome. like we're not going to be cut. You know, Car's got tenure for one. That helps. Uh, that's you know they can't fire her for per- she doesn't have what they call full tenure because there's um, assistant, associate, and full professor. So she's in the middle there. She's got tenure. Um, so it's very hard for them to let her go uh, at Purdue, and she's doing awesome anyway. She'll have full tenure in like another four years, maybe. You know, got. Uh, write another book and uh, that's all just write a book and um, and I've got you know I'm a salary job where the Indiana governor just waived uh, 20 days so like 180 days is a normal public school year um, 180 student days uh, and those can be e-learning the problem is we're in this rural area but the the governor just waived 20 of those that you don't have to make up. So no I'm guessing we'll have a 160-day school year. If But if things don't shape up, we're supposed to have students back. We were supposed to be back next Monday, the 30th. Teachers might have to go in just to prepare stuff. But students aren't supposed to go back till May 1st. Um, we'll see if that happens. The governor might just waive more. But I'm salaried. There hasn't been, you know, I've, I'm in the union paying into the union for, you know, there's legal protection. There's all, you know, like the state in Indiana, the union is not strong because it's a red state and like our bargaining rights are pretty much gone. But if every single teacher in the state, if they try to like do shit, like we're going to fucking, you know, throw a the biggest hissy fit you've ever seen. So it's, uh, you know, I feel pretty okay about it. Um, it's like the custodians, I'm worried about that kind of thing. And just, yeah, all these people that are hourly jobs and then when they're, Work goes away, then their money goes away, and um, that totally sucks. So, yeah, we can't complain too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about one more song. Um, does anyone have one in mind? We've been just chit-chatting a lot, and I, I knew we'd just talk about whatever. But is there is there a song that someone had in mind when I mentioned this um, beforehand that would be a good song to talk about? relating to all this shit. I was cheating. I had the name I had the wiki yeah page up for medical theme. Okay. What do you got? I searched disease. What do you got? There's the blood mobile. Uh-huh. The the uh uh I I don't know a lot of these songs. There's so many songs. There's too many to know. The two that I found that I thought would be pretty good are Destination Moon which is all about getting ill and being in denial about it and right. hopeless bleak despair, which is just right. Every, you know, <laughs> what, what else do you see there for, uh, that was for searching disease. Chesapeake's uh, face came. I'm up sick too, of but, this yeah. American life. And I just, while we were talking, just like made a really cheap, quick meme where I just crossed out American and wrote quarantine. So I'm sick of this quarantine life. I just posted it while we're recording this episode. <laughs> So. You mean you're not giving me your full attention? God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're always, even when we're on our phones, we're on a smaller phone. 
Right. And don't forget <laughs> the other one, Tiny Doctors. Yeah, it's, oh, Tiny Doctors. Man. I don't know so, that one. Tiny Well, doctors. okay, so Destination Moon being off of John oh, Henry. Insect Hospital. Everyone Sorry. knows about it. Okay, Insect Hospital. But what do you guys think about Destination Moon? Like as one because everybody everybody here knows that song. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. So thank you for the card with the cartoon nurse. It's such a good song. Um, does anyone want to kick it off so I don't have to talk so much? What do, what do you think? Does that spark up? I mean, if you look up the lyrics in front of you, that well, he's not quarantining. Help. If he's going by rocket to the moon, then to the airplane to the rocket, then the taxi to the right. airport, and the front door to the taxi, there's like way too much <laughs> travel right there. Too many but, uh, exposures. Now I haven't done this episode yet, but that if that is literally what is happening, then yes. But he's just going fucking bananas, and he's actually dying. He's not going to the moon. Right. He just thinks he's going to. I didn't so, know he was dying. I thought he just had a withered leg problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, yeah. It is so a thing with the giant song, so pretty much oh, no. every secret metaphor is about death. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking here at some of the interpretations on the wiki for Destination Moon. And, yeah, it talks about a man who's leaving a room and that he has a flight to check checking out, which could suggest hotel, hospital, or death. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, who, yeah. I'm looking at the lyrics here, and oh, coughing saying, at the airport is one of the last lines. Not a good oh, line oh. at the airport. Oh. Like coughing at the airport, <laughs> limping to the taxi. <laughs> oh not washing yeah. your hands no yeah yeah uh blankets i mean he's throwing back the blanket they say that fabric can hold the virus for longer than some other surfaces right so wash that blanket right away or burn it with fire um yeah coughing at the airport yeah crawl to the rocket you're touching a lot of things if you're crawling your hands are touching a lot of things you're <laughs> You're coming out of the hospital and you're just crawling and touching everything and then coughing at the airport and then getting in a taxi and, and probably coughing in there too. And uh, there, or that's kind of going backwards there to the, the this song is just so good. Uh, do you, Lisa, do you like this song? Yeah, I love it. I remember, do, do you have I remember any like when about I it? first, I was like, oh, like, like happy, fun, catchy song. Like, I'm loving, you know, like airport. And, yeah, and then yeah, at, right? at the very end, I was like, my withered leg. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> That's like really <laughs> disturbing. Yeah. If, if John Linnell's, if the song isn't about death, it's about being severely hurt. Like my man, I haven't done that episode yet, but I really want to. It's about being paralyzed, essentially. Like your brain is trying to communicate with your body, but your legs won't listen. And it's just like this song that's so singable. But then you think about it and you're like... Oh man, like especially if you knew someone or someone in your family had like some sort of paralysis, be like, I can't listen to this song <laughs> anymore. Like this song, it it is very, very catchy, like like my man is like once you realize what it's about, just the whole time it's just Ugh, like, Oh I my love god. That song. It is so good, right? I love but when it. he's like, Hey, here's a metaphor, you know, if this if this line is cut, it severs the communication. That's like this guy's spinal column, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy song, but like this song, it doesn't really reveal 
it till the very end, mm-hmm. which I think kind of goes along with the coronavirus thing and all the fucking conspiracy theorists who it's like, it's not that bad. I mean, even our president was like, it's fine. Just, you know, just be careful. So it's like, yeah, don't bother to call this room. I'm going to be out of here in a minute. And then they're fucking dead. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, karma's a bitch, motherfucker. Like, if you think like things aren't that bad, you're like, I'll be out of here in no time. I, you know, thanks for the card. You know, this is a funny little cartoon nurse, but there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Lisa, do you make anything about any of the lyrics in particular um, about the about this song? But other than it being an awesome song relating to the world uh, current state. Not so much. Maybe. Um, actually, the, the song that, that more came to mind for me was yeah. um, When the Lights Come On. Okay. Off I Like Fun. Tell us. Yeah, tell us. So that one, it's like, it's pretty unclear, I think, but it sounds like it's about some sort of apocalyptic event. Mm -hmm. And the people are like, I picture it like they're like trapped in a basement. They're possibly being like held hostage or like kidnapped or something. Um, He's writing in the dust with what remains of his left arm or, or yeah. something <laughs> yeah yeah i i won't reveal i won't reveal what this was the most recent episode i just recorded it won't be out for mm-hmm. two months minimum so um uh tim uh Gutowski was on that episode i won't reveal what we all talked about but uh it was not happy things mm-hmm. this song is not a happy song <laughs> um so yeah that's that's definitely yeah definitely a good one um and you guys, real quick, have thoughts on this before we wrap up? Yeah, really interesting. One of the one of the lyrics, if you look, unless we chicken out again, which is exactly how we ended up in here, our guard oh. was down, we were yeah. disarmed, they tampered oh with God. the smoke alarm. Oh my wow, God. Wow, that it's, just speaks I love a it. lot right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, people are like playing chicken, like it's saying that it's not that bad. I could go out parties of, of 10, 10 or less. No, nah, let's go to the fucking movies. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or yeah, plain chicken. We've known about it since January and we're just getting around now to making a big deal about it. Yeah. Oh, it'll stay in China. It's fine. It's, it's the China virus. It's the China virus. <laughs> Fuck face. Uh, Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my least the, the, uh, i don't want to get any heavier the with the discussion but the the conspiracy theories i hate i, I just want to get this out there the conspiracy theories about the virus that i hate the most are the people who are like this is happening to soften americans for controlling them i'm like fucker this isn't an american <laughs> thing it's happening in the world yeah, yeah like, where people, are you getting that from yeah I've, I've heard that and it's just like it's so it's like it's happening to everyone it's happening to everybody it's happening in every government it's like people who actually think like this is happening to me because i'm an american i can't believe this is happening this must be happening because the government wants it's like it's it there's there's no secret yeah there's no secret american conspiracy to control you through a disease that took months you know to get here because right right. cnn is uh is based in the u.s but they clearly made it up right what yeah i i don't know yeah yeah lisa this this is yeah that's a good one and and chris right there like directly 
you don't even have to make any sort of stretch to just pull that right to what's happening now. Our guard was down. We don't have the fucking tests. We can't test people. We were disarmed. We don't we don't have any vaccine. We're not armed for this. It's going to take like a year and a half to to make the vaccine. This yeah, Linnell, um you make me sad. Uh, <laughs> but I love it. I like being sad. I don't know. I like emo music. Uh that uh, one of the <laughs> Patreon episodes is coming up soon is called is going to be uh they might be emo. And it's going to be about the most emo They Might Be Giant songs. And we're really going to have to narrow it down. I think maybe think of it in terms of, like, the overly dramatic emo type, you know, My Chemical Romance Thursday, Taking Back Sunday, that kind of stuff. Um, the mall punk emo. And, and find the most emo um, They Might Be Giant songs. Because they're all emo, especially <laughs> Linnell's songs, unless it's about... I mean, hell, even Polk, you know, James K. Polk is factual, but it's about an asshole. You know, so everything's sad and um, alarming. So, but I love these guys, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're all here for They Might Be Giants. And so I think we'll we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up with that. Uh, you guys are all awesome. They Might Be Giants are awesome. We're all here to talk about, um, you know, one of our favorite bands. And just it's just such a fun thing to do um, that I put as the hundred dollar goal like right when i launched the thing and i'm like i'll never get there and for a while it seemed like i wouldn't uh and then the t-shirts <laughs> like when i was like hey there's a t-shirt here's some art people are like i'm in and i'm like that was okay i should have done that a long time ago uh but like you guys well let's see daniel you've been around since like you've been a patron since yeah like, since like the first day week or two. fucking one yeah because we were already talking online um, on Twitter and stuff before I launched it. So we were right. already kind of like, you know, uh, just doing And I'd already been following internet. you from before I started oh, talking to you because really? I heard you on the Pump News podcast. Oh, okay. So Outdoor Valor? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Which which this <laughs> Outdoor Valor has had a Twitter account for like a decade, nine years maybe. Um, yeah. Nine years. And this might be a podcast that's had a Twitter for a year and a half. It's already far surpassed that. Right. I, mean, <laughs> I think my band needs to be more niche, I think, is the problem. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, you guys play indie rock? Whatever. <laughs> There's a million of those. But, yeah. So, uh, thank you, guys. Uh, you have are all awesome. And I appreciate your support of the podcast. So I was glad we could have a little, a little chat about... Um, yeah, just our fandom is what we talked about most of the time, but then talking about uh, diseases and stuff. You know, it's it's nice to to be able to have this format. You know, the you know it's nice to be alive in an era where you know it's not the Black Plague or the Spanish Flu. Like we can get on the internet and talk to you know have a five person conversation, a video call, like the fucking Jetsons. We are living in the future, man. Um, yeah, pretty awesome. So thanks, guys, for being here to party. Thanks yeah, for you here. bet. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. You bet. Yeah. Thank you. All righty. Wash your hands. Yeah. Everyone Seriously, wash your hands. Seriously, everybody. Woo. Yeah. Wash your hands while singing Dr. Worm. They hold out that long note the whole way. That's the one I've been doing. Oh, yeah. I, that's my favorite one of the different yeah. the pictures and the hand washing. Me, too. That's why that one ended up as Worm. my profile photo. There were a lot of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>